Hey, you guys, just wanted to ask you if you enjoyed this to please, please subscribe so you don't miss uh, my show every morning. Thanks so much for stopping in. I love you. It's so cool to have you here listening. So, yeah, subscribe. Well, welcome, uh, welcome to Josh's Music Morning Show, where I talk about music, my hair, coffee, like this mug. This is a T-Rex mug. Get it? T-E-A, T-Rex. That's funny. Good morning, Asia. She's my number one, number one viewer. Uh... All right, well, I wanted to talk about something today that I've been working on. There's a subject that, that gets kind of touchy with singers. I, have, I, I totally believe 100% that the overall quality of singing um, was better back in the turn of the century. I don't know if that's true. Obviously, I didn't hear every singer. Um, uh, but it seems to me that that there was a poise back then. There was a quality. There was um, a consistency back then that we don't quite have now. So when I was studying voice, I obviously I, I studied all of the the great older singers. And there's an excellent book by Jerome Hines called um, "Great Singers on Great Singing." And that was kind of one of my 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 Bibles in college. Anyway, I I ended up loaning it out to uh, I don't remember who. I have a suspicion, but I'm not gonna out this person on on Instagram Live. Uh, but I I loaned my great singers on great singing out, and it disappeared. Um, and I started missing that book. I, I, I used it often. Uh, so I went to the library and I thought, well, surely this is such a staple book. They should have it. And I couldn't find it anywhere. So, um, but I saw a book that was really, really close to it. I went and picked it up and it's called Great Singers on the Art of Singing. And I thought, huh, interesting. So I picked it up. It's by a guy named James Francis Cook. And what James Francis Cook did is essentially the same thing. He interviewed all these great singers, but from uh, like the 1920s. Um, uh, probably the most famous of them all being Enrico Caruso. Um, uh, uh, Alma Gluck is on there, all these, all these different um, amazing singers. So I immediately checked out the book and was pretty blown away at these people's work ethic, their, um, their opinions on, on voice, um, and also how similar they were to us a um, hundred years later. And that book has always been something in the back of my mind, um, but I, I, I never actually owned it. I love the book though. Um, so, so what I did over this um, 
quarantine. Uh, and you can find the book. It's in the public domain. Um, you can get a PDF of it. Uh, I think there's a free Kindle version. But what I ended up doing was was downloading it. Um, and I decided to make my own Kindle version of Great Singers on the Art of Singing. And what I did, which I did one thing that's really cool with it, and I did one thing that's um, that may be only cool to me, um, but uh, uh, when you publish a book that's in domain into Kindle, you have to differentiate it between uh, between you know they kind of go, why should we publish your book if if people can get it for free? Um, so you can annotate it, you can illustrate it, um, and I did two things. Um, it makes me stupid giddy, and maybe it's just because I've never published a book before, but the first thing is I took the the one thing that that isn't important at all to this book, but really makes me uh, probably more excited than anything, is I took all of their old photos and I paid somebody to colorize them. Have you seen how people do that? Uh, where they take old old pictures and bring them to life. I don't know why, I think that's so fun. Uh, that's Francis Alda. Um, and uh, I don't know, it's something about it just, it brings them to life, these people who, who um, are long, long gone. Um, and I don't know, every chapter has their headshot colorized, and I, I don't know, I think that's amazing. If you have a Kindle Paperwhite, you won't be able to see it, but um, if you have a tablet or, or on your um, computer, you can see it. So um, I just want to read this first chapter that, that Francis Alda talks about, um, and it, uh, it's called What the American Girl Should Know About an Operatic Career. Um, and this first little chunk is called Regularity and Success. She says, To the girl who aspires to have an operatic career, who has the requisite vocal gifts, physical health, stage presence, and, most important of all, a high degree of intelligence, the great essential is regular daily work. This implies regular lessons, regular practice, regular exercise, regular sleep, regular meals, in fact, a life of regularity. The daily lesson in most cases seems an imperative necessity. Lessons strung over a series of years merely because it seems more economical to take one lesson a week instead of seven rarely produce the expected results. Marchese, with her famous wisdom on vocal matters, advised 20 minutes a day and then not more than 10 minutes at a time. So that was her routine. Um, and I think that that's pretty remarkable. And, I, and this goes back to my thinking of, of the difference between singers back then and quality and singers now. Man, these, these guys had work ethic. Um, so this whole book is filled with, with little nuggets of amazing wisdom. And, and, and I love how, you, how I can um, relate to a lot of them. These, these long deceased singers. Um, the second thing that I did with this book that I think is probably most important and singers will, will really relate to is I took all of the exercises that are scattered throughout the book 
and I made a, a section in the back of just exercises. So, um, uh, if you if you need a, if you just want to work and 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 practice, um, and you want to practice some of the exercises from some of the great singers in the world, you don't have to try to flip through the book to try to find it. You have your own exercise appendix in the back. Um, so those are the two things about this book that differentiate it from other versions. Um, and uh, I don't know, I'm, I'm so pumped about it. Uh, I, think, um, I think if you have a library of music, of music books, this is a total must have. Again, you can you can get it for free on, uh, on Gutenberg.com. There's PDFs, there's books. Um, but instead go to my Amazon account and buy my version uh, because, because it's better. It's prettier and and it's actually more functional. There's a link in my bio on Instagram that shows it. I think that um, I'm also in the process of making it into a um, an audiobook um, that um, I'm trying to get Chelsea to read uh, the female parts uh, with me. So it'll be a family affair. Um, anyway, so. That's one of the projects I've been working on during this uh, pandemic. And you guys can do the same thing. If you're looking for something to do, something creative, um, you can go to gutenberg.com, download something that's in the public domain, and, and really make it your own. Uh, bring it back to life. Uh, that's probably the best part about about bringing this book back for me is is it's taking taking history and making it a real tangible book again right now it's on kindle um, um i'm i'm in the process i just finished getting it formatted for print book as well so it'll be something you can put on your library if you need to um anyway i had to talk about it i'm super excited about it and it's another great source for singers to learn about how, what the old school guys did guys and gals did to um to become so great uh, so that's all I wanted to talk about today. Um, I hope you guys are being creative during, during your pandemic time and able to use, use your, um, resources to, to really make something good. So that's all for today and I'll see you guys tomorrow morning. Thanks for tuning in. Talk to you later.